Hello everyone, I'm your host DJ Hamilton and we have another special guest for you guys today. Uh, top, one of the top defensive linemen in his section at, at for, for, for the Caldwell University football team, Colin Williams. I'm going to be interviewing him today. This is a very smart, intelligent, great young black man who really has his head screwed on straight. He knows what he wants to do in life. He puts God first and he's a very hard worker. I can't, I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview. He's a very well thoughtful, well-spoken young man. And let's get, to, let's get to this interview and let's hear his story. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one. Come on, bro. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. How you doing, G? Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. You know, another day, woke up. You know, God blessed me to be here, you know. For Just woke up? <laughs> nah. You know. <laughs> Uh, no, I've been. No, I've been. I've, I've been up. It's just I had uh, went and took another nap after my class. Oh, oh, you take classes too on on weekends? Yeah, I have this Saturday uh, contemporary cinema class. It's, it's great, bro. Oh, heard. How's your family doing? Everybody good? Everyone healthy? Yeah. How about yours, man? Everyone's happy and healthy and blessed, man. No one ever got the virus, right? Nah, not nobody. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. there was one person in my family who doesn't live with us who got it, but thank God they survived there and they don't have it no more. Yeah, man, it's just all about, at this point, it's about preventing it. Bro, I wanted to dorm, go away. I was so hyped to go away for school, but then this corona stuff came up. I mean, hey, man, it's only, it's only you know, put it like this. It's it's, 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 it's a way of uh, some obstacle we all have to overcome, but we're going to overcome it. It's just going to take some time, man. Yeah, bro, I feel like it's just, if you don't have a, uh, if you're not playing sports for school or you don't have an in-person class, it's a waste of money dorming. Yeah. For real, See, I for play real. football, so I mean. Yeah, so you have to. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the positivity, though. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You know, that's that's the way we got to be. You stay positive. All right, let's get this thing started. So, first off, I'd like to ask you, um, what are your origins? Uh, where were you born and raised? It's the first question I usually ask all my guests on the show when they first come on. Um, My dad, he's originally um from Guyana which is in South America. And my mom is from Jamaica. Oh, her, Jamaican too right here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jamaican. Bird. Yeah, but I was so, born in America. They be cooking that good food, that oxtail, curry, chicken, you name it, yeah. goat. <laughs> yeah, man. What's your favorite? I, I I would have to say oxtails, man, to be honest. My brother. I'll choose oxtail or curry chicken any day. Yeah, I, I have to say oxtails too for me. So you said uh, you you were uh, raised in uh, East Orange, New Jersey. How was it like growing up in East Orange, New Jersey? I mean, to be honest, growing up was like yeah, like it had its ups and downs. I mean, like a lot of a lot of a lot of people killed that you know that were, that were around my age and even younger. You know, like for example, um, I lost my best friend my freshman year of high, uh, college. Right before we played Navy, our last game, you know, he was killed. So, you know, there's a lot of violence going on in the area. But luckily for me, um, I had, you know, family members that tried to keep me away from, you know, that that violence and that uh, poverty, you know. 
So, you know, you just got to really have a positive mindset. But there's a lot of stuff going on now. A lot of people being killed now. It's, it's a war zone going on in my city right now. Yeah. I, man, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine growing up in an area like that, especially as a child, seeing all that. Yeah, man. Me, me, I moved a lot when I was younger, but thankfully, I never lived in an area where there was a lot of like violence. Like uh, I heard guns. Like I was, I was lucky for that. Yeah, very much so, man. So, um, how did where you were born and raised impact your style of playing football? Um. Well, to be honest. At first, I was always, like, a basketball player, and um, I played volleyball also, and I ran track. And I also played soccer, so I, I did other sports than that. So I, it changed my style of play because, like, when my dad died in 2016, like, I just oh, had, like, that beast mode in me that was just so, like, angry at, you know, like, the things that were happening to me. And, you know, um, I just changed my style of play into just be, like, a beast, you know, just, like, go harder. You know, I'm the guy mentality, right? Yeah, the beast mentality. So I'm the guy on a team that's like the enforcer and the leader. So I like I see myself as I when I get in the game, I bring that type of hype and energy, you know. So I I, I compare my game, to be honest, to like a guy like um, I like T.J. Watt. I feel like Mm, I'm like he's a beast. Yeah, I like T.J. Watt. I compare myself to T.J. Watt. The Watt brothers, they've been doing damage in the league, man. Yeah, man. Oh, you like TJ Watt better or JJ? I mean, I'm a Steelers fan too, so Steelers fan. I, I like okay. JJ too, but I would say like I, I I like to compare myself to TJ Watt or or like a or like a um a Vince Williams from the Steelers. Okay, you know, so I'm a- Steelers, Steelers, they're a great organization, man. Look what they're doing good this year. Yeah, yeah, we do bounce back. You know, we had a tough uh, time losing our best players, and you know, last season we didn't make the playoffs either. So you know. This season is a promising season. You just have to keep up the energy. Yeah, and Big Ben trying to make a make a comeback this year after struggling last year. Yeah, it was hard for Ben because he got injured, you know. So I mean, he didn't have the chance to, you know, really shine like that. But now he's, I could see him winning comeback play of the year. Oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be Cam Newton, but. He, ever since he got the coronavirus, he hasn't been playing well. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I think people haven't considered the fact that, you know, hey, he had COVID. That's not an easy thing to come back from. But Cam like, where you're not allowed to go work out. You're not allowed to go out. Like, you have to stay locked up in isolation. Cam's going to be all right, man. Yeah, Cam's a beast. So, uh, you played numerous sports growing up. Like, you're a versatile beast. You played basketball, soccer, track, et cetera, outside of football. Which sport was your favorite growing up? Oh, man, that's tough. I would have to say, like... You played all the sports, man. I mean, I would have to say definitely between basketball and volleyball, those two. Because uh, volleyball, you know, I've I've been playing that since I've been... I've been playing that probably the same amount of time as basketball, to be honest. No, no, no. A little close to the same amount of time as basketball. I started playing volleyball in the fifth grade, but I've been playing basketball since I was in, like... Since I... since, Since second grade, I believe. Jeez, you've been playing a long, long time. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I would have to say those between those two sports. Um, how did those two sports help your football game later on? I would say they help. Well, first, the conditioning, definitely. Oh, um, yeah. Especially in basketball, you're constantly running. Constantly doing suicides. I had a, I had a hard – like, my coach, he was – he coached Division One basketball players. So, you know, like, I had that oh, tenacity man. of, like, you know, a hard-nosed coach that just – was relent- relentless. You know, he 
he was very he's a great coach. His name is Jimmy Salmon of the players, NJ players. You know, he's a he's a guy that taught me a lot of things. And um, oh, Marcus, also Marcus Toniel, another coach who's actually from the same area I live in in East Orange. So, you know, these guys taught me a lot. Um, volleyball, I had a coach named Coach Schaefer. He um, he's taught me a lot. He worked on my um, my hand placement and the way I jumped, um, I, I, my coordination, my strength. So, you know, there, there was a lot of things I had to work on and uh, it kind of transferred over to football. That's what's up. Yeah, the NJ players, I used to always hear about them. Yeah, y'all were dirty, man. Yeah. Yeah, they had some elite. Didn't they have Briscoe? Was they had Briscoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah Briscoe. I actually played for uh, Immaculate in uh, Montclair. So I, he coached me there, but I, I played with them for like a tournament, for like one tournament. And these guys, you guys, these guys are real deal. Damn. I, I, can't, I can't imagine seeing that up front, like all that talent on one team. Yeah, I must have blown team out, man. Yeah, my first out. year was crazy when uh, he came to my school. We were just – all the teams that used to beat us, seeing our new team, and they were like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like, we ended up winning the conference back-to-back um, my junior and senior year, and then we came up short in semifinals of states my senior year. Mm-hmm. So uh, you went to Sacred City in middle school in Montclair, New Jersey. What was it like playing there, and how did it help you get ready for what was to come in high school? Uh, St. Cassian's got me um, – it, it, it meant to prepare me for the world because um, I was actually – this is the first school I can say where it was like I didn't have a lot of black kids, African-American kids there. So it was kind of different, you know. I was around like a different type of culture and it actually made me into a better person because I seen the others, I seen what it's like to, you know, be around the people. And, um, it taught me that, you know, like, uh, th- these, there's, there's people that want to actually succeed. Cause like, you know, growing up, I wasn't around a lot of people that wanted to really succeed. You know, there's a lot of guys that were just thinking about, I want to be this drug dealer. I want to be this gang banger, mm-hmm. you know? So I was around people that will actually want to excel in life or, or people that already were, you know, for example, there's a kid at my school, his father owned a company and he would always say his dad is just waiting for him to graduate college so he can run the company. Wow. You know, so I'm around kids like that. So, I mean, it taught me a lot. That's good, man. Like, it's good to learn from a young age the value of hard work and dedication and perseverance. Very much so. Very much. Okay. So we're, I want to know, like, I was watching some of your videos, videos from high school and huddle. I'm like, yo, this dude's freakishly athletic. Yo, where did you get your explosive athleticism from? Um, Especially in volleyball. I saw you spiking the hell out of that ball, man. Oh, uh, man. Uh, see, well, well, for example, speaking on uh, volleyball helped me a lot with my jumping because, you know, like, I always, uh, I always tried to, you know, work on certain things that I, because at first my jumping wasn't as good. I had to work on my footwork and my placement. So Mm -hmm. I had a a summer where I was just working on stuff like that. As for football, you know, um, everything, like I said, transferred over from volleyball and everything from middle school that I learned. So for football, I was just working on like, I had certain workouts I did. um, A lot of core, I used to do a lot of core workouts when I was uh, in high school. So, you know, like, I worked on my jumping. When I was doing track, they made me do some, like, workouts. So, pretty much, I just, like, you know, like, transpired over from, from, from you know, previous workouts or previous uh, sports I played in my life. Oh, crazy. Yeah. 
That's like crazy, I have, man. I have a play. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it was my freshman year uh, at Caldwell. The we played UPenn my first game. I actually blocked the field goal. I don't know if you ever seen that play, but yeah, I had I had, had a play like there. I got through it, snuck through, and blocked the field goal. Man, that's hard to do. People don't realize how that you know how hard that is to yeah, do. Blocking field goal is not easy. And a punt, like it's you got to have timing, speed, and get past the defense. You got to be. You got to have great coordination. So you're in high school now and you're playing varsity, varsity football. And you say you didn't play till your junior year, right? Oh, oh you mean when I when I was in high school? Yeah. When, yeah, when I was in high school, um, I didn't play football till my junior year. Yeah. So, so what sports did you play your first two years of high school before you played football? Um, I played... Basketball, I didn't run track in high school. I ran track in um in middle school. I I ran out for track in my freshman year. I didn't really like it, so I you know I just sticked with uh I was just playing straight basketball. I didn't play volleyball until um end of my sophomore year because they had a club team at first, and then football. Yeah, I did football, volleyball, and basketball. I started three sport athlete uh, my junior year. That's crazy. I did like me. I did basketball in high school and in middle school, and I did track. Only reason I stopped doing track, I did it my sophomore year of high school. I did the hurdles and IH stuff like that and relays, but I stopped because I tore my ACL. Oh, damn, man, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. Like, and then you know how track there's so much physical demand on you. It's mostly yeah. on you and all, all that, that running, running at fast you, speed. Yeah, and I was like, my knee is not gonna be able to take that, so. Like in basketball, and I love basketball more than track. So I was like, I'm gonna stick to basketball, and because you also have four players on the court who can help you out, take some stress off of you on like track. Yeah, I mean, you you pass the ball up, you get a break, get subbed out. Track is just you. You have to keep yeah. running. And yeah, honestly, like I knew it wasn't <laughs> for me because like I liked other sports in this track. I I didn't really feel as happy running track. You get you get bored yeah. just running instead of like trying to tackle someone or playing defense yeah, on somebody, man, right? It just wasn't for me. I feel you. And, and, yeah, and I was like, if like at least in basketball, when I'm guarding somebody, there's at least four other players to guard the other four players' track. If I'm running, it's all me to get past all these guys. And my knee, and my, and your knee, you say when you, they say when you tear your ECL, you're not fully yourself until, like, two years later because you feel a lot of soreness and swelling. And that's, and that's not even, like, pro- like, it's not a promise. You have to work towards that, you know? Yeah, bro, I had to do crazy icing. I did mass stretches at home to – speed the recovery up and they said i was doing so good they said i was doing good i didn't even have to go to therapy anymore because i was doing all the stuff at home yeah, i mean that that's god right there bro god is good man like and i still have the scar on my right knee to this day that scar is never oh, going geez, away man, for real? yeah that's that, that it motivates me every day yeah, bro man, god bless you man you know just stay positive and you know just keep working towards everything and like i said you know you're, you're on the right track bro you just got to keep working yeah, always, man. So now you're playing varsity your junior year, and you never played football at that level before. What was the biggest adjustment you had to make? Was it the physicality, mental aspect, speed of the game, or was it all the I above? I mean, how I've always been in life, I, I go, I, I, I don't really care who I'm going against. I don't. I have the mentality is like if you're my enemy, I have to destroy you. So that's my that's that's my mentality. So coming in, you know, I had to learn a lot of new things. They put me at the end. They actually had me at wide receiver. 
um, too. But um, they saw how like aggressive I was, and I was I was actually I was actually pretty skinny mm-hmm. too, but I was very strong. So and I had long arms. So yeah. they seen me and they're like, you know, we're gonna put you at DN. They put me at DN, and um, at first, you know, I had my struggles at first, but like towards like probably yeah. the second half of the season. I, I've had I had some games where they're looking at me and they, I had coaches from another team say like this kid's pretty good like what grade is he in, you know I actually had a coach from another team ask me if like, you know I would want to come to his school like that's that's how crazy it was, it got to that point. That's crazy. And I'm not gonna put his name out there, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's respect, respect. Uh, what, what positions did you play on varsity in high school? I had played tight end and I played defensive end, and I subbed in at D tackle mm-hmm. a little bit too. So, I, oh, I actually played linebacker my junior year for for like one game. Okay, so you played tight end and defense in that defensive end, and linebacker, yeah. all these different positions. What what was what was your favorite position? What what was your favorite of all the positions and why? Well, I like. DN in high school because like I had I was able to I was so comfortable with it and there were times where like I like I was a mismatch for like a lot of people you know I've had times where like I was facing a lot of bigger people and it was a challenge which I've liked so I like I like to say DN because for tight end I was I was mostly like blocking because we were mostly uh, um, uh, a running team and sometimes Yeah. Oh man, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Yo, I don't know if he is. I be ha- happened to the interview with Vinny too, bro. I was like, why is this thing? Why is this thing cut off? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably if you get a call or something, that's probably what happens. Okay. So yeah, sorry, sorry, I cu- I got cut off. What were you saying before? You hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. What were you saying before? Oh, I was basically saying, you know, like um, I had to uh pretty much uh go against people you know bigger than me most of the time you know i've had like little little mismatches here and there but we're mostly a running team is what i'm saying so you know we didn't have the 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 ability to really you know do too much passing you know my junior year oh damn i feel you so out of all the years of your high school career since since you only since you played football your first your last two years of high school i'm gonna, I'm gonna separate this into two questions what was your favorite year of all your years athletically in high school? And then the next question is, what was your favorite year of all your years of football in high school? Football in high school. Oh, man, it's hard. I would have to say, ooh, that's a hard one. I'm going to say senior year. For what, football say, or no, for I, any sport? I'm going to say senior year for football because um, – that was that was the that was my that was probably my best football I played and that was the best that we've been even though we didn't really get too far because of injuries. Oh, um, for as far as basketball, I'd have to say my junior year because you know my dad he got to see me play a lot before he passed away, and um, you know uh, our team was just it was promising. You know we had a lot of good games. We were more of a family, so I'd have to say my junior year for basketball, my senior year for football. And my um, junior year for volleyball too. Oh, that's what's up, man, man! Like your versatility is just amazing and crazy, bro. There's not a lot of people. There's a lot of people who play one or two sports, but like three or more, that's very rare to find. And at a high level too. Hello, you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you, bro. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, bro. Like this, like the, what I was saying. 
this 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 beat if these beats if it goes off one more time I'll just take it off and record from mainly from my phone. <laughs> yeah, man, it happens, man. You know. Yeah. So I, before we got rudely interrupted, I was saying like there's a lot of kids who play one or two sports, but playing three or more at a high level like that's that's rare, bro. Yeah, man. It's it it, it was something where you know, you know me me being in high school, you know. Uh, what is what has it been now? Like what four years now? So it's 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 something that you know at the time being was it, it had your mental you know thoughts where you were like man like oh my god I'm so tired you know like but at the yeah. same time I knew it was for a reason and it, and it shaped me into a better man than I am now. Yeah, I feel that man. So I didn't know your dad passed away. So how did that like change your life and how did it help? like motivate you to want to be more successful in life and is he the person who's had the biggest impact on you uh my dad is definitely the person with the biggest impact on me it changed me in many ways it showed me how to be a man at a younger age um you know i still to this day it's it still hurts and it's still part of my uh, journey and my Mm -hmm. pain but um i'm still overcoming a lot of obstacles uh, regarding to that topic of you know talking about my dad um you know asking i sometimes ask god why but you know um best way to heal is you know through prayer and you know just comfort with others and support so you know it's definitely molded me into the better better football player too because my dad's the reason why i'm playing football and i'm a pittsburgh Steelers fan in the first place uh he's the one that encouraged me to play the game and if it wasn't for him i don't think 84 reasons would be born so you know I just yeah. thank my dad. You know, it's he's the reason why um, Call University has their football guy right now. Yeah, he's don't worry, bro. He's watching you over in heaven, man. Oh no Always. doubt, bro. No doubt. Always. No doubt. I appreciate it, man. No, no problem, man. You can always hit me up whenever you need someone to talk to, bro. Oh right man, here, bro. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm encouraging to all the support, man. So I wouldn't mind having a conversation, man. I appreciate that, bro. No problem, man. So. You played multiple sports in high school. So what schools were recruiting you for what sports? And was there any other sport you were considering doing in college outside of football? I had volleyball uh, <laughs> recruits. I had a couple of uh, D2, uh, D3, and a uh, possible D1. The D1 school Ooh. had had Rutgers at a game, um, a tournament game one time. Uh, it was they, – they were they were interested. I was – this is my senior year. It was more like I wasn't as serious about it. So they were kind of looking, you know, like the coach said, you know, like he, he came with me a couple times, you know, like good, good head kid. Or, you know, like um, uh, he just told me, you know, like you could do this a little better or, you know, like something like that. He wasn't really there as like a scout. He was more there to just watch. But he, he definitely told me, he asked me if I wanted to play the next level. And I told him I wasn't sure at the moment because, you know, I had football. Yeah. Uh, as for football, I had – um thought about going to Rutgers University at first uh, to walk on. But then, you know, I had uh, other schools like MSU. I had Caldwell. The Caldwell coach, uh, the first coach we had, uh, Coach Daryl Weiss, he was alumni of my high school. So, you know, he kind of had, you know, the best pitch so far. And, you know, he told, you know, he was just showing me around. So it was kind of was like, you know, I, I liked what he was saying and I wanted to be a part of something new. That's true. Yeah, Vinny and, and Arion, when I interviewed both of them, 
they were telling me like you guys were the first group to start something, start a legacy. And that's yeah. why I said you guys are like the OGs of the program. You go always be proud of yourself. Tell your kids, your grandkids, like, yo, I started this, this legacy at this university. Not a lot of kids can say that. Yeah, we're the OGs, man. We're we're you know, go down the Hall of Fame for sure, man. OD, man. And I heard like when they first started, there was a big tryout, so many people there, and y'all made the team. That's a that's a that's an accomplishment right there, man. I, I mean, uh, I don't mean to sound um, not cocky when I say this, but like you know, some kids were recruited there already, so like he already had you know like people in place for the positions already. Tryouts were more for like open to no. other kids in the university that would have liked to play because you know that's oh, like how the walk-ons, right? Yeah, because like uh, yeah, Ari- like Arian, Vinny, yeah. uh, were already recruited there, you know, so. Yeah, like that—that's crazy. Like all that. Oh, I can't imagine how many players were there. It was. It was. It was actually a lot of people. But you know, day by day, they dropped. You know, some some yeah. kids felt like it was just wasn't just for them. You know, and it's just crazy how each year went by, and we just you know, you seen the progress. You know. Yeah. So what about basketball? You didn't get recruited for any schools in basketball. Uh, basketball, I didn't really take it as serious going to, like, my uh, later high school years. I kind of was okay. more of a football guy. I played basketball because I loved the game, you know, but I didn't really care yeah. to play at the next level as much. Okay. So, you may see this answer my next question. You ultimately end up choosing football. What was the recruiting process like and what schools were recruiting you? So, now you ended up choosing Caldwell University. What stood out to you about Caldwell University? Caldwell University during the recruiting process over other schools? Good question. Um, whew, that's a very good question. Because you had some offers, boy. Rutgers? Rutgers? Uh, yeah, Rutgers, yeah. yo. <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers was a school where it was like, um, I never I never really got to speak to the coach as much, but I've emailed, you know, the recruiter and he said, you know, like, you know, this is what you would have to do. Da, 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 this and that. I had to gain a lot of weight. I had to do this. I told my coach, you know, like, you know, there's no guarantee. And plus, you know, these these guys already had their time to prepare. So I told him, you know, I'm just going to stick with Caldwell, you know. So um, I had a better opportunity. I knew for sure that I had my chances of playing would be a lot higher. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's 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 really it to that note. Wow. Yeah, because I was like, you got hours from MSU, um, Rutgers, and probably other schools. Caldwell must have really well, I also had Merrimack to College too, which is now D one. This is crazy. That's cr- what. Well, so when they were recruiting you, what level were they at? D two, D three, and they they actually really liked my tape, and they they were really you know like asking my they they had sent letters you know they I even had the coach call me and say you know Colin you know like what's going on man you know you know we really want you here the facility was lovely. It's just, you know, um, there's just a lot of stuff going on. I want to stay close to my mom. I want to stay close to home. So I made my decision yeah. for my not only myself, but my family. That's respect. Yeah, man. So you attend Caldwell University now with my boy Arion and the beast that is Vinny Krasafi, both who I've interviewed as well. What has that experience been like and what impact have they had on you on and off the field? Well, um, regarding to Ari, uh, to Arian, you know, Arian's always been a, a a friend of mine and a brother to me, and you know, we've always mm-hmm. wanted to push each other to the to the strength of like you know 
uh, we, 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 this is going to be our season, you know, like this is our senior year coming up. We see a lot of big things coming up out of us, uh, out of each other's game. Um, as far as Vinny, you know, me and Vinny have went toe to toe, you know, when he's I've been at tight end, I've been at play that when I used to play the end, which I now play D tackle, but I'm hybrid. I could play both sides um, of uh, the, the D line. So, you know, me and Vinny always push each other to the limits of, you know, like, okay, we want to be the best for our position, you know, so we got to play like the best. We got to practice like the best. So that's really the level of play style that we've all, you know, incorporated into our game. Yeah, like, how, like, what you, what you, like, what do you guys like? What workouts do you guys do? What workouts are you guys doing to help get ready for the season? Well, for to like stay in uh, shape, keep your skills sharp, get better. Our D linemen, we mostly do uh, sled uh, workouts. We do um, stuff with the with the with the dummy bags. Um, as a team, we 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 have a like conditioner that comes in. He trains us. Our warm ups are a lot more different than the previous years. So I would say like we are well conditioned. We do run a lot. We definitely run a lot. And you hit the weight room too, and all that, right? Yeah, we we, we have uh, a facility that we go to for uh, weight room. Okay. So you're one of the top defensive linemen, and you told me you're ranked one of the top D lines in your uh, what's it called league, and you're one. We're one out of two of the best D line duos in the league. What what work have you put in to get to that level, and how does it feel to be known as one of the best in your entire section? Um, the work I put in was really like mental. Well, besides physically, it was really mentally, because you have to mentally prepare yourself to go out for you know uh, four quarters and you know beat the hell out of the man in front of you. So you have to oh, mentally yeah. prepare yourself that you're going to war and you're going to go to battle. So I when I when I go to war and I'm preparing myself for war, you know, it's it's not just, you know, game day. It's it's it starts that Monday in practice, you know, film session. So I watch film every day leading up to that game, even weeks ahead. I watch film every day. Even now. So I'm mentally preparing myself for my opponents, even though my season's in the spring. I watched those games from before. And the craziest thing people don't even know about me is even the incoming guys that are coming in, I watch their highlight tapes just so I know what I'm expecting, which I don't think people would, would really do. But that's just something I do. I watch everything. I look up the recruits. I look at the roster names. I look up this could be a potential person I go up against. I'm going to look at what he his weakness is. And then I'm just gonna beat the hell out of him. That's 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 just what I do. I watch film. That's the damn. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna beat the hell out of my teammates. Get them better. I, I respect yeah, that. Man, I just I, I and I, I just make sure my guys are on the same page as me. You know, like my um my dual partner, my partner in crime. You know, Randy Antonor. He's a guy that you know. Not only is he the best defensive player in the league, you know, he's he's also the best athlete in the league. It's not the best player. You know, he's a guy that actually puts my level of play up, up up besides me, you know, doing the same for him likewise. You know, he's a guy that, you know, when I see him going beast mode, I got to do the same for him too. So I believe, like, when we're both at our best, you know, it helps not only does it help the team, but it, it definitely, you know, shows that we, we, we do damage to this league together. Yeah, it's always great to have a teammate on your squad who's there who can push you every day when you think you're good. There's always someone, if there's someone better than you, they're going to make you try to get to their level and push you even harder to get the best out of you. Yeah, I'm just humbled to be his teammate. I'm humbled to be his brother. So, you know, like, that's something that I'm just, you know, thankful for, you know, having a teammate like Randy Antonor. 
So you have this thing called 84 Reasons. What does 84 Reasons stand for? And what's the message behind it? That's that's a good, that's, a, that's something a lot of people have asked me. And I, and, and, Word. I said, I have to ask that question. I was like, me. that sounds interesting. Okay. 84 Reasons is basically um, a way of life. It's like, you know, you, you, you have to live positively within yourself and within others. So I, 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 I put it like, I have, um, I had, when my dad died, I had something where I said, you know, like, there's a lot of reasons why this, this happened to me. Right. And I put the 84 next to it. So I said to myself, how I'm going to go forward is I'm going to live by these, by a lot of these reasons that happened to me in my life. So I'm going to have, um, live my life positively. I'm going to spread the message to others. I'm going to show kids that have lost their parents, you know, like, I'm here, you know, like just a positive leader in the community. So like it's 84 reasons just mm-hmm. about positivity and about, you know, keeping that beast mentality. It kind of relates because I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee. It relates to Bruce Lee and like Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant's mentality, a mom mentality. So like just put it like that. Oh, this yeah. is my own version. That's the summarization of it. That's respect. Holy cow. <laughs> and that's the number you wear too, right? I wear 84. 84. I've been wearing 84 since my senior year of high school. I only did that for my dad because I could have chose any other number, but I want to eighty four for my pop for my father. Respect, Sheesh. that's real respect right there. I mean, that's something that can motivate you every day, and that's that's a good thing you have that yeah, man. I live with a chip on my shoulder, so you know whatever I do in life, you know eighty four reasons is always behind me. It's always within me, and it's always something that I'm gonna play with. You know, so no one can stop eighty four reasons when when I'm at my best. No one can stop the beast that is Colin Williams. That's right, man. So I see you do some acting classes. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. I had, um, for BET. Yeah, I had. Um, what was that experience like? And was it for a show or a movie? It was for um, an audition or for a show. And it was like, um, they had like had us in Philadelphia. This was about right before my junior year season. So I, it was in July for Irv Gotti's tale show. Irv Gotti had me uh, go up on stage to perform. And uh, I had, um, actually, at first, I didn't know what I was going to do because they, they wanted us to, you know, improvise. So I said, you know, my favorite movie was uh, Menace to Society. Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I did an old dog skit from the character who was played by Lorenz Tate, a great actor. So I just went up there Classic and I improvised movie. and, you know, the, the whole place loved it, loved me. And, you know, they were like, yo, man, like, you did really good. You know, I got off the stage, you know, Irv Gotti's clapping for me. I'm like, what? I see it. Like, I'm like, Irv Gotti's clapping for me. I'm like, uh, I'm a young kid. Like, oh, my God. Like, Slapping the you know, face, like, right? It's, it's, like, it's, whoa. It's, yeah, man, it's awesome. So um, the producer of the show got my contact information and, you know, everything else is going to work into the universe. That's all I'm going to say. That 84 reasons mentality chip on your shoulder, keep pushing, yeah, bro. Man, that's that's the best way to go about it in life. So so that means your major is what drama, cinema, something like that, acting, communications, communications major. Yes, that's my major too, oh, bro. Really? Wow, man, I guess great minds think alike. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to be a sports analyst. I'm trying to be on a major that's news network. I'm trying to talk about basketball to too. Um, you know, uh, probably do a podcast show. Yeah, that's exactly why I started this podcast. I started it late June. I was like, I want to build my resume. 
I feel I want to like having an internship is great, but it's hard to get an internship right now, especially with COVID. So I was like, let me start something so I could get my feet under the water, get above the water a little bit to separate myself. So I was like, let me start a podcast. So I can start getting reps and getting better and get the feel for it. Hey man, you got to stay creative, man. That's how, that's how it is nowadays. Yeah. And then I've interviewed, you're my fourth person I've interviewed now. And everybody said, have said, I've been doing really good on interviews. I agree with them. Man. You're doing good, especially for a person that, you know, is uh, creating his own lane, man. I think it's very good that, you know, you, you, you started to do your own podcast and I, and I, and I really think it's coming along well, man. You just got to keep it up, man. God bless. Thank you, bro. Like, like, like uh, the first two people I interviewed was my friend, Anthony Simon, who plays basketball at SUNY New Paltz. I've known him since middle school, since seventh grade. That did that did very well. I known Arion for since sophomore year of high school. But then when you and Vinny, it was different because I never met you guys in person right. yet. So I was like, damn, how how am I gonna come up with so many questions? And I, I just told you guys like, tell me a little bit about your background, like what middle school you went to, what sports you played growing up, and high school. And I know you guys all go to college university with Arion. So I was like, and then I have some. And then I came with some quick hitters at the end. And I was like, damn, that wasn't as hard as I thought. Yeah, man. It's all about, you know, when you get, you know, it's like, it's like when you play uh, in a football game, you know, like some people, you know, are nervous before the game. But when you get in there and you do, you get your first tackle, your first sack or your first tutty or catch, man, you're, you're good, man. You're out there. Yeah. It's just like, this is the hardest part when I was interviewing, because I, I never met you and Vinny in person. I was like, let me come with good questions. So they're like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Like, oh, this is this is a good interview. Like, I wanted to, like, get that impression on you guys and try to – because it's, it's a different level when you don't know someone personally and never met them. So I was like, I got to be creative with these questions, trying to come with some good questions. Yeah, man, I've, your questions have been very good so far. Yeah. So now we're getting to the portion of the show where I always ask my guests so we do some quick hitters. Yeah, you ready, man, boy? Man. All right, this one's probably the most cliche of all of them because it's, it's kind of probably pretty obvious. At this point, uh, what is your favorite sport? <laughs> oh, football, hands down. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. So, next question I want to ask you is, um, what do you like to do during your free time outside of football? Like, do you like to listen to music? Like, what do you uh, like to I do? I love to listen to music. I've um, I've been reading uh this book. Um, it's 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 it's, a, it's um it's actually a pretty good book. It's about the law of attraction. Um, I haven't finished it no yet. Word. Yeah, it's a law of attraction book. I've also been watching uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast with Gilly the King and uh, Wallow267. Uh, it's one of my favorite podcasts it's out besides the Mike Tyson podcast. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that. And I've also been studying the craft of acting. I actually uh, shoot for one up. of my scenes tomorrow in this upcoming church film I'm in called The Father's Pride. Damn. My guy's doing big things. I like I'm it, just, bro. I'm just trying to just get it where I can get it, man. Just grind, man. You know, like you got to start somewhere, bro. Yeah, man. You don't. People don't always start off big. People always think you're gonna start off big. Nah, you gotta start small. You gotta start from somewhere. That's how you work your way up to the big. Yeah, man, you gotta ranks. be like to be a leader. You have to know how to follow first. Yeah, like the pot. You said you listen to Mike Tyson. I like to listen to all the smoke. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. I watched, they're amazing. Like, one episode. What was the Draymond Green episode? Um, but all the smoke is. Bro, we gotta listen to more, bro. It's good, bro. It's authentic. It's real, bro. And then I like listening to the Ringer, JJ Reddick podcast, the um, uh, Shannon Sharp, the all-time great NFL tight end. One, uh, he, he, I heard about that one too. Uh, it's a, Which one? It's with um, a rapper. He, he's it's Drink Champs, I believe. 
Drink Champs. Yeah, I heard that was a good one too. I listen. I listen to Knuckleheads. I listen to all different types. Like I like listening. I just like listening to people talk about like life life and sports as well. Like it's just it's good to hear different people get different perspectives and different personalities. Yeah, and a lot of people have similar mindsets, man. Which is crazy. Yeah. You you would think everybody has a different mindset, but pretty much almost almost the majority of the time people have like the same way of thinking. So. Like before a game, the football game, basketball, or volleyball, when you were growing up or in college, well, who 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 are artists like to listen to to get you hyped up or to calm you down before a game when you were feeling a little nervous or to get you amped up, get give you the energy you need? Like name me a top five music artist oh, you like to listen to. It could be all time. Well, I asked Vinny this question too. He he had yeah, a hard it's, time. This is hard. I can tell you what I listened to before call university football game. I have a playlist and I listen to DMX is on there. Oh yeah, he's definitely DMX, a hype man. 50 cents on there. Um, I've also mm-hmm. even had um, there's some local artists you wouldn't know about um, that I have. I have an artist called Also Bands who recently passed away. I, I listened to his music and he, yeah, he recently just passed away. So I've listened to uh, his song too. Um, but yeah, 50 Cent, DMX, Jay Z. Um, a lot of people don't listen to Nas. I like to listen to Nas and Tupac. So I'd say Nas, Tupac, and Biggie. There's so many people I can name, but Ooh. I'm sorry if I forgot to, their names. But those are the artists I have so far. That's your that's your top five. Those or six, are the right? ones I listen to on my playlist just to get me hyped. Or I like yo Nas Nas is Nas to me. I feel like he's kind of underrated yeah, now, bro. Underrated. He's people 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 like bro. He had one of the greatest albums of all time, and it was his first album in '94. What's it called? Illmatic. Like every time I hear people talk about. The greatest albums of all time, regardless of genre, that album I always hear of. The new one is pretty good too. King's Disease. What's it the called? One that just came out is pretty good, man. King's Disease. Oh yeah. It's like, I need it's like a that. mix of old generation and new generation. It's pretty dope. Like, bro, he's been on top of the game for decades now—the nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and now twenty twenties. Nas, Nas, Nas is showing people that he he is the top guy in the game, which he is. You know, he's he's definitely. Uh, all-time great. He knows how to adapt with the does. times. Nah, like, if I had... I can't name top five, bro. I, li- I listen to so many. Bro, I, li- I like I like, I like, like Snoop Dogg. I like Nas. I like Jay-Z. I like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Like, bro, it's, it's so Everyone much. has their own opinions Biggie. on uh, rappers, but I just respect the greats as it is. You know, my favorite rapper is Tupac. Or, you know, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Tupac respect. for my favorite rapper. Like, I I just like I just appreciate greatness because you never know when they might be gone and when they retire, like stuff like that. So I appreciate them while they're That's here. That's the best way the to game. do it, man. You gotta appreciate them while you're here, honor their greatness because you know life is short, man, as it is. Especially in 2020, man. Like people, like people who were hated on Kobe, that they, they kind of regret it now because they were like, "Damn, I didn't fully appreciate this man while yeah, he was yeah. here, bro." And it, and he was gone in the blink of an eye, tragically, on that fateful Sunday. Very tragic. Rest in peace to the Black Mamba himself. So, who's your NFL and NBA goats? Because you're you were a big basketball growing up, and then. As you got older, you became a big football guy. So I know you know you have knowledge of both. Uh, my favorite players are LeBron James, and um, yeah, oh, I, I got LeBron. I got LeBron. I got LeBron. LeBron? Okay. You know, 
guys, me and the guys always all talk around about beast. that. You know, you guys saying Jordan, guys saying Kobe, or guys saying LeBron. But I'm going to go with LeBron for mine just because he's my favorite player and because of the stuff that he, the impact he's had on the NBA. As far as NFL, mm-hmm. um, I would say Tom Brady as far as NFL. I'll definitely say mm-hmm. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Even though I'm a Steelers fan and I and I kind of disliked and I disliked the Patriots growing up, I have to put respect on his game. I would say he's the GOAT. Six rings, that's greatness. Word. I, I think, uh, what's it called? I think Vinny for NBA GOAT, he put Michael Jordan. And I think Arion, he put Kobe because he's a big Kobe yeah. guy. And then you put LeBron. So it's like the three greatest perimeter players of all time we've ever seen. You guys each chose yeah, different so, ones. I mean, everyone has their own <laughs> opinion on stuff. Word. Nah, and then like NBA go is so hard. NFL too. Like there's just so many. I feel like I feel like I feel like NFL. Uh, like, is then he tried. to put me on the spot. Arguable because you know, like for me, it's as easy as Tom Brady. You know, people say Joe Montana, Joe Montana too. You know, if he never would have left the Forty uh, Niners. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why it's just it's just so many. And then he tried to put me on the spot when I last inter- when I did my last interview. Who's your NFL NBA goal? I was yeah, like, right. damn. <laughs> Who is yours though? <laughs> Yo, I don't know if you listen to it, bro. He like put me right on the spot. I was like, damn, bro. I was the one interviewing. <laughs> I was like, respect, because it's just I know the history of basketball so well. Like this, when you know it so well, you. Like, when I was growing up, I thought it was undisputedly Michael Jordan. I was, like, five, six. I was, like, yo, this guy never missed a shot. You yeah. know, when you're young, you don't know better. I was, like, yo, Michael Jordan is an undisputed goal. I'm, like, I'm like, the way people talk about him, it's, like, he never missed a shot. But then as you get older, like, oh, there's other greats, too. Like, there's, oh, look at Kobe. Look at, oh, my God. Oh, this guy's amazing. LeBron James, look what he's doing. He exceeded the hype. He was on the magazine as a junior, sophomore in high school, bro. Like, like it's just crazy. He exceeded. A lot of players failed expectations. He exceeded it. That's why I respect his greatness even more. I hate, like, when people hate on him, like, bro, how can you disrespect this man? Look what he's done with his life. Yeah, man, haters are your motivators. That's why, I, that's why when I, LeBron's great. Every time LeBron wins a ring, you got more haters each year. Black excellence. Word. Like Skip Bayless. <laughs> so, now name your top five current NFL players and then name your top five NFL players of all time. It don't have to be in order well, I'm either. Gonna, I'm gonna throw my guys that. in there. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick with the um. I'm gonna do some quarterbacks and probably some receivers too. So right now I gotta put DK Metcalf Respect. up there. I'm gonna oh, put DK man, Metcalf up there. I'm going to also put Tom Brady because he's still, you know, still yeah he's still doing, still his, doing thing. his thing. I got Tom Brady up there. I got Russell Wilson up there. Um, the the rest that's coming up is a, is a hard list for me. So I'm just gonna stick. I gotta put Pat Mahomes there, and then I'm yep, gonna add um, Stephen Gilmore. Stephen Gilmore on the Patriots. Yeah, yeah he's a he's monster. A, that's gonna be... What about all all time? What about all time? Um, Your five. Jay Rice is up there. So that's even harder. Jay Rice is up there. Yep. Um, Jay Rice, big Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice guy. There. I would have to say, uh, oof, this is a hard one. I'll put Brady up there. I'll put Brady. I'll put I gotta put Joe Montana up there. And um three. Got two more spots. Oh man, it's this is hard for me. If I hit. Uh, Yo, if you don't say this guy, because Arian didn't say this guy. I put Paul Molly. 
and uh, me, me, me and Joe Green. Palomalu? Joe Green. Ooh. I'm, I'm shocked. None, you, Vinny, Arion have not said this one guy who is the greatest defensive player of all time. Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. I mean, no, I mean, this is this is just my opinion on uh, players that I like. That's that's why I wouldn't name. You know, there's a lot of players that are. Yeah, this is just mine. Yeah, LT. Yeah. I mean, if people want to do Joe that, Green. you could put Charles Woodson. You know, like. Yeah. LT, bro, that dude was different. <laughs> like, and then and then what's it called? Arion, when he named this top five, he mostly named wide receiver. He's a big wide receiver guy. Yeah, I could have put T.O. in there, or I could, you know, but I already put Jerry Rice, so it's, it's cool. Yeah. So now name your top five current NBA players and then your top five um, all-time. Current NBA players, well, that's easy. I'll, I'll do LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, if we're going to go injured or healthy, I'm going to – I have to put Kevin Durant up there. I have to put – I'm going to put Kawhi. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm going to put Four. Kawhi. And I have to – the fifth is for me is between yeah, Giannis and Steph. I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a little iffy about Giannis, but since he was the MVP, I'm gonna go with Steph. Actually, I'm gonna go with Steph. I wanted to put Kyrie Steph, in there, yeah. but since he's one, since he left Cleveland, he hasn't shown me anything yet. So I'm gonna put Steph. You gotta put right. Steph up there. Giannis hasn't done anything Feel that, bro. Besides MVP, Giannis needs to have more success yeah. in uh like playoffs so gonna... a little more. He's in the conference finals once. That he's those to make are the NBA my uh, people. I would actually, honestly, if we're gonna go by like, uh, you know, impact and um, uh, success, you know, a lot of people sleep on. I'm not saying the best player, but a lot of people sleep on Clay Thompson. He's a top player in the league too. I I truly believe that, bro. People, people, people will be talking about him like he's just a like he's a great shooter, he's but great he's a great defender, defender too, man. Like, people need to put, like, when people talk about the all-time greats, like, shooting guards, they need to put him up there. Like, he's top 10, I think, now definitely. at this point. He has the rings. He's he's won at the highest level. He's He's been great in pressure situations. Like, game six in 20, what, 16 against OKC Thunder at OKC. He's the reason they They won. were down by, I forgot how many points. He, bro, he was draining everything. Yeah. He was the reason they won that game and yeah. eventually the series. He's a flamethrower, bro. And then I remember he had what sixty points in three quarters, bro. I haven't. He's breaking some insane records. And then he had thirty-seven points in a quarter before. Before no, I was that's, like, that's, that's Ooh, different. yo, this dude. I feel like they said they said when Clay Thompson is hot, he's probably arguably the most unstoppable player in NBA history. Like I believe the that. Shot, oh my Between god, Steph, it was like, I believe that, bro. Yo, when they get hot, because they can shoot farther than pretty much anybody I've seen outside of Damian Lillard. Steph, Steph has hit some questionable shots. It's, it's crazy, you know, against OKC, you know. But these guys are just shooters, man. They're 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 born out the womb to be shooters, man. Like Steph's my greatest shooter of all time, and ain't even close. And then second is between Ray Clay Allen. for me or and Ray then, Allen, and then, and then after that, Reggie Miller, or you know, the ones after that. Probably. I would probably put Clay before Reggie. I don't know. Yeah, it's I tough. mean. Reggie's Reggie's in my top. It's definitely Steph, Ray, that's, that's, Clay, that's and Reggie. Like, those are my top four shooters of all time. Like that. Like if those aren't your top four. That's I don't know dude. who you put in because those 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 guys are different when it comes to shooting, coming off screens, spotting up shooting, hitting clutch shots. Like, so what about all time? 
Uh, you can LeBron, name, it could Jordan, be, yeah. Kobe Bryant, Bron Jordan, Kobe Bryant. That's I'm tough. putting Shaq up there, definitely. For me. Oh, man, this is tough, man. This is tough. You don't want to, I don't want to disrespect the great. Bird. I'll just put like either, I'll probably, I'm going to put AI. AI? Okay, respect. I think I think Arion did the same thing too. AI AI was yeah, nasty. I'm gonna definitely put AI. Man, if I had to name my five current players, I'm gonna put Braun, KD, Kawhi, Steph, four, and then oh, it's between Giannis or AD. I, oh man, this is tough because Giannis and AD are unicorns. I'll, I'll probably. Oh, AD is amazing, but so is Giannis. I mean, AD back has back the edge MVP, over him now. And he won defense player here. I, I mean, AD. I, I, I like AD a lot uh, better with that ring. It's but this, even better. He has that champ next to him now, so he definitely. I'll put a. I'll put AD right now, but to dispute, to not put a two back to back MVP top five. Giannis is, can't shoot either. Oh. Yeah, he can't. That's what's holding him back. And then if I had to say all time, man, my, I told, I said this to Vinny, like, we're all time, no order. Jordan, Braun, Magic, Kobe, and That's Kareem. Yeah, people forget how great Kareem, bro. He's arguably the GOAT, bro. He has six MVPs, six rings. Only missed the All Star game one time in his twenty year career, See, and it was because of injury. Like he was that, injured. I, I didn't That's like, it. I didn't really watch them, like you know, like their highlights. Are, I'm going off people that I watch and people that are like you know, like well, like oh, okay. You go by what you see, what you've seen. Yeah, I know Kareem's of highlights and stuff. I could, I could even put Tim Duncan in there because you know, like he could actually, he, 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 he was yep, surely underappreciated. Yeah, it's underappreciated because he was a quiet and boring superstar. How they say it? That's why he doesn't get yeah. the. He, he's not as flashy as LeBron and Kobe. That's why he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't get the praise he deserves. Like, bro, the dude has five championships. He never missed the playoffs in his basically two decades playing the NBA. You know how hard that is to do. And he was the best player pretty much for every single year, bro. He made the All Star game and NBA team in his rookie year, bro. <laughs> He made and he won the championship as the best player in his second season. He's by far the greatest power oh, forward sure, of all man. time. Like I love AD. I thought AD like when he was young could probably get there, but they didn't put AD, enough help AD has him more time. He has more time. I think the high, you know. I feel like AD the highest he'll go is like the second. I feel like he could be the second greatest. I don't know. If, I don't think he could catch Tim Duncan, bro. Tim Duncan was the leader of that team, best player of that team, two-time MVP, three-time Finals MVP. He made so many all-defensive teams. He was a great defender, too. Like, AD, I think – and it's not even a knock on him. It's just, like, that's how great yeah, Tim Duncan I mean, AD was. AD was robbed of Defensive Player of the Year this year. He should have definitely won that. And, and the crazy thing, Tim Duncan would have never played in the NBA because he lived in the Virgin Islands. He, he would have been a swimmer if it yeah. wasn't for that hurricane that happened. He would have been a swimmer. He would have never played oh, in the NBA. In the NBA. Ways, People, if you go look on YouTube, 
Word. There would have been no Tim Duncan, the Spurs dynasty, so whatever you want to call it, would have never happened. That would have never existed. Crazy. So the next question I want to ask you as we get close to wrapping it up is, what are My your goal goals in life? life? Is to win an Oscar. Um, when an Oscar as an actor, you know, you know, I, I, I have a long way to go. But um, my goal in life is to definitely win an Oscar, be successful, um, you know, get my mom a big house, get my mom somewhere nice to live. Uh, my, th- my, those are my big goals. Um, definitely to write my own film, produce my own, f- my own film, direct my own film down the line, potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely going to do a film about my life uh, down the line. So those are that- uh, more like more, right? more like a feature film. Yeah. Okay. That's respect, man. Big goals. Keep keep, keep pushing, bro. I appreciate God will that, work brother. with you, man. So, the last question I want to ask you is, um, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, what do you want people to remember about the name? I Colin want them Williams? to know that the man that gave me my name was the reason why um my greatness was, you know. Fulfilled. I want people to just know, like I, you know, I did my best in life. I, um, I, I, I helped others. You know, I want to see other people succeed. You know, as bad as I want to succeed, I want people to know that you know I'm a person that, that's for my people. Um, not only for myself, I care about others. You know, I catch myself caring about others more than myself sometimes, just because how much I love my people and how much I want to see people happy. So you know. I'm that person. I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot of things just for the fulfillment of my people and the happiness of my people. That, that's respect, man. That, that's some good. That's some good goals right there, bro. That's that's amazing. It's amazing to hear that, I especially from a young that, black brother, man. man. Yeah. So, I like to thank you so much, bro, for taking time. I know you have a busy schedule with school and football workouts and. The, everything else thank you for taking no the time problems, out of your day man. to come on the I show be a part of this project and uh you know uh hopefully to do this again down the line in the future man when i you know when we're, when we're at our successful stages um you know best wishes to you and your podcast man keep working hard and you know you're gonna you're gonna definitely be successful man just keep that ambition you got yes sir you too bro thank you so much for coming on the show and Hopefully, get you on the show more in the future. Talk about some football, oh, basketball. Sure, man. I'm down, man. You just have a going, man. God bless you, bro. All right. Thank God you, bless bro. you too, brother. I hope if you get to this part of the show, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Colin, he he has great aspirations in life. He, I never knew his dad passed away until he just told me during the interview. I never knew that part. So that was very like like something like I never knew. And I learned from him. Um, I, he has. He, I'm glad he's really into the acting field. And I hope he really achieves his goals in life. And God is with him the rest of the way, man. I hope he achieves that Oscar he, like he laid out during the episode as one of his goals in life. And I hope he keeps doing this thing, man. It was great to interview him, and I had a blast. If we get to this part of the show, I thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the continued support. And if you know anyone that has a great story, athlete, actor, or someone who does music, stuff like that, to get them home speed on the show. I'm cool with that. Just tell them um, my podcast and 
send me their information and stuff like that, their Instagram so I can hit them up and ask them some questions and get an interview going. So thank you guys for listening. If you get to this part of the show and thank you for your continued support. Have a great day, everyone.